So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Hey, what's going on? What's going on, everybody? Dr. Chris Featherstone here and Bill After here. Hey. Hey. I know I'm here. Yes, indeed. All right, Bill. What's going on, man? How are you feeling today, my friend? I'm good. Yeah, I had a very invigorating talk with uh, an old timer today who I haven't talked to in many, many years. He's living in uh, near San Antonio, Texas. You remember Polish power, Ivan Putsky? Ah, the Polish hammer. Yes, I caught up with him today. I wanted to talk to him. He was a perennial opponent of superstar Billy Graham. Yes, indeed he was. And he didn't know that superstar Billy Graham had passed. And I called him and we did a we did an uh, after chat. And unfortunately, because uh, Sports Kita has so much stuff to get out on the airwaves there, I put it on BillAfter.com so I could yeah. get it out there right away. But we talked about uh, uh, he works out like a madman every day still. Nice. Nice. Yeah, and he's like 80 years old. He sounds yeah. great. Yeah. Polish power, brother. Yes. Um there's still um sports kita has uh yet to uh release my i have a couple interviews from the chillicothe events uh one from nikita koloff and one from uh sam houston so uh yeah waiting on sports kita to release those as you were talking about ivan i'm actually um texting scott to see if he uh to see how he's doing and to see if he has any Kind oh, words. Scott Putsky. Yeah. I, mean, I talked to him two days ago. You Scott, you talked to Scott two days ago? On on here. Ah, oh, we the, were, nice indeed. Yeah. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> yeah Scott and I are cool. Yeah. Uh Scott Putsky. Um I mean he was if he was up, he'd come. So we so 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 Ken Anderson's supposed to be on the show. Uh, Ken Anderson is, uh, you know, he's a stand-up guy. I've had him on, I've had him on my show. He's one of the, out of the, it's been about 12 years or so I've been a journalist. Uh, Ken Anderson has, um, I think he's in the top three people I've interviewed the most. But he never told you about the feud I have with him, which is probably why he's not here tonight. He did not tell me. No, he did not. It was over the championship office wrestling, the cow belt, you know, and I'm still the champion. And he was he wanted a shot at the belt. And the commissioner of championship office wrestling refused to give Mr. Anderson Anderson Anderson, a shot at the belt. So he just that's probably why he's not here tonight. Anderson, oh, I like that. It's very good. Very much. Thank very you. good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I don't know where the heck he is. He's, you know, he trains. So you'll probably get this. He'll probably get it at uh, twelve o'clock in the morning and text me, like, "Oh man, I'm so sorry." Um, yeah, I've interviewed him probably close. Now to he was not one of the original Andersons with, with uh, Oli and Gene 
Uh, I, th- I think he's. I think he's a. I think he's the second uh, nephew. He, I think he's the nephew of Gene. I think. Okay. Yeah, he's, right. he's Gene's nephew. Like he's he's great 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 nephew of Gene Anderson. Yes. I think that him. I think he is the 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 grandson of Lars. The grandson. Oh yeah, I forgot all about Lars. That's, That's right. Yes, yeah. another Anderson. That's yes, indeed. Yeah. Lars was. Lars was. Uh, quite big in uh the polynesian uh yes. wrestling federation uh with uh the um uh the who, grandmother yeah the grandmother of the rock yes indeed yeah. yes indeed what, yeah. wait, wait, what what was her name it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what her name <laughs> that was Leah my v and i knew her really well yes indeed. really really well yeah. she uh had me come down to hawaii a couple of times nice. um and uh she was just great. She promoted some shows with um, uh, Rocky Johnson up in the Catskill Mountains in New York, too. She was a lovely, lovely, lovely lady. Really knew her very well. Yeah. Um, he, the, 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 um, after the death of her husband, um, she, she took over the, yeah. uh, the promotion. And she was, she was a feisty lady. She was, she was. She he did really well. So. And he was a very tattooed human being, which is why you see all the Samoans yes. homage to him with Indeed. all the tattoos. Yeah. The the Polynesian prince is very nice. It's a, it's a very cool looking uh, prince for for tattoo styles. I really yes like yes yeah. yes. My whole body is filled with those, which is very nice. Take the shirt off. The reason why you cover it up, yeah. Yes yes. yes. You sense. didn't know this, but. Uh, um, the Rock's mother, Atta, gave me a Samoan name. I am known as Apta. There you go. Very nice. A P T A H. Yes. Apta. Yeah. It's very nice. That makes sense. That makes perfect sense. And you uh, can talk to them about that. So. Nice. Any Samoan knows that. Okay. All right. All right. So let's uh let's dive into these uh questions from the chat. Uh, you know, it's unscripted. So the uh the SK Nation picks the topics for uh, the week for us to talk about it's just we just freestyle it every single week bill after and i we bring in a special guest to to join us uh every now and then uh, we got a special guest next week too so stay tuned well wait a minute we're gonna do freestyle oh very nice i'm ready let's do it <laughs> uh all right so and if you want your uh if you want your question on the screen of course uh throw in that super chat and we will give you some love on the screen until then I'll look out. I'll look over and see if there's any questions for us to answer and any topics for us to talk about, and we will do that. Favorite match in your whole wrestling career? What's your favorite? What's your all-time favorite? Oh match? my god! Um, that th- there's two sets of matches that I always bring to the top of the uh, the series of matches between Jack Briscoe and Dory Funk Jr. Okay. And the other series between The Nature Boy, Ric Flair. And Ricky Steamboat. I knew you were going to say that. I was oh, going to my guess. So, ooh, so. Um, what about you? So, what was what, what was the uh, what was the third? One? I know Shy Town Rumble, Wrestle War, and what was what was the what was the other one? Oh, I don't remember. I just remember sh- photographing so many of their matches. It, okay, it, it was eighty nine. Was their big? Yeah, was but it was the whole year. series. Oh that yeah, was equal uh, to me. Gotcha. I remember 
Chi-Town Rumble is when he won it, I believe. And I believe he he didn't he lost it at Russell Ward United, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I, I, I like my trivia, man. Let's see. I think he lost at the flair at Russell Ward United. I, I think he won it at Chi-Town Rumble. Um, let's see. Let's see if I'm right, man. Let's see if I got my trivia right. I was in Chicago backstage, and Ric Flair came over to me, and he said, what are you doing here tonight? I said, shooting pictures. He said, yeah, but why are you here tonight in Chicago? You live in New York. I mm -hmm. said, well, I'm here shooting matches, big show. So he went over to Jimmy Crockett, and he says, if he knows about this, then everybody knows about this. Nice. And I was in the middle of a political mess there. Ooh, wow. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Shy Town Rumble '89. Ricky Steamboat beat Ric Flair, won the uh, the World Heavyweight Championship, lost it at WrestleMania '89. It almost didn't happen because it almost didn't happen because he didn't want to drop it because I was there, and he knew some people. But Jimmy Crockett was very, uh, uh, very wonderful with me, tipping me off at times and places to be he never actually would tell me flair is going to lose the title or this is going to happen he just said be there very nice um my all-time favorite match is uh sting flair red american bass 1990. yeah i mean again anytime the two of them clashed it was magnificent yep indeed my second match second favorite match is uh steamboat flair chi town rumble yeah I would say probably third is uh, Ron Simmons Invader. Ron Simmons won the uh, WCW uh, World Heavyweight Championship. See, I'm going way back now. My third would have been at Roosevelt Stadium in Jersey City, New Jersey. The okay. Russian Bear, Ivan Koloff against Mil Mascaris. Oh, oh, yeah. I love the fact that you're such a Mil Mascaris fan. I think yeah, I'm, yeah. I've got several of his masks here that he gave me. Yes, indeed. So. That's awesome, man. All right, let's see what else we got. You know uh, what it was, Chris? What's he that? handled it like it was a ballet. He was so graceful. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It was like no effort. Yeah. Uh, people would put him in holes. And, you know, I, again, I may have said this on another show, but a lot of the fans are going, well, he never wanted to do the job. But then again, Hulk Hogan didn't want to do, you know, they were protecting their character. And Mil Mascaris was just a fabulous wrestler. Yeah, yeah. All right, we got a question with Cody rumored to face Gunther at WrestleMania 40. So there's a bunch of rumors of who's Cody's face <laughs> scheduled to face. Some say Roman, some say Gunther. Uh, it says, do you think WWE has given up on him to dethrone Roman Reigns? What do you think, Bill? Yeah, I think they're moving him into a, uh, a different direction. I think what's going to happen, depending upon when this airs, that at night of champions, uh, he's going to get. Oh, this killed. is live, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. All oh, right, right. But anyone who's watching this after the yes. Uh, yes. Uh, on delayed uh, on on videotape the archive, yes, no, on digital, yes. Yeah. But I think he's going to get his butt kicked by Brock oh, Lesnar. Yes. The well. only way that I could see this, the only way that I could see this, remember the last. I thought both the first two segments with uh, Brock attacking Cody were magnificent. I thought it was great TV. But when Hunter was there with him and saying, well, your arm looks broken and Cody was, you know, really? You think what they should have done, they should have had a video of Cody getting a, a plaster cast mm 
mm. put on his arm and show up at Night of Champions. And that's how he beats Brock Lesnar by beating him repeatedly with the cast. Mm. Luger style with the, uh, with the, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. But, uh, regarding the world champion, the, the uh, universal championship, I think depending upon, no, not depending upon, but I think Cody Rhodes against either AJ Styles or Seth Rollins would be a more compelling match for the world championship than still going to find fight Roman Reigns. I don't think he should be the guy to beat Roman Reigns. I don't know who is yet, but I don't think it's Cody. I think Cody needs to be world champion. I'm not sold on Cody uh, being the guy. Uh, I haven't been. Um, but I don't know. It's just I, I just don't like just un unnow or uh, illogical abruptions to storylines. I just I, to me, I mean, to finish the story, all that, like either 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 make him champion this year. I do not want to see him go against uh, Roman Reigns at forty. I, I don't I just don't want to see it. So like that would just be a redo and it would be very contrived. It'll be very predictable. I don't even think people will be behind Cody at that time, knowing that he's gonna win. I just I, I just wouldn't feel that. To me, Cody being the world champion just it it just makes him feel so second fiddle. Like I couldn't beat Roman Reigns, so I'm gonna beat someone who's not Roman Reigns to get the third belt well so, they're, trying to, they're trying to get people's minds off the off him and roman at this point now here's the thing this is one thing i wouldn't mind all right i wouldn't mind see here's the thing if if someone thwarts someone from uh the title chase it makes sense to me mm -hmm. so this is something i wouldn't mind i wouldn't mind having seeing seeing triple h in some capacity um, go against um, Cody Rhodes. Now, with his heart issues, if he doesn't come back, I understand that. Yeah. But if if Triple H comes out with someone, maybe Randy Orton or something like that, it, to me, if there was a story leading into WrestleMania with that, that would make sense to me because there's some buy in there with Cody, just the AEW, the sledgehammering, the the throne, just the influence that Triple H had had toward him, and just the fact that he was feeling the, the mm -hmm. feelings that he had, you know, about Triple H when he started AEW, and there's so much just genuine. Oh, yeah, I mean, we never forget Triple H saying, "I never forgot what you did with that throne in yep. another company." Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. Coming back to haunt you. Yeah, I think that I would be, I would be super intrigued in some type of story of that. Leading into WrestleMania, leading to WrestleMania 40. Now, if somehow Triple H feels so much better, um, I think that that would be, and he's clear to wrestle. If he's clear to wrestle, I think that that would be a perfect send-off match for Triple H. Yeah, uh, for for, for for Cody Rhodes. But if he's again, if he's only clear to wrestle, if he's cleared, but if he's not cleared, I would be totally fine with him having some type of authority type of figure and and kind of bring someone along for the ride to be like a uh a hitman for him so to speak now could, if be, brock lesnar. could be brock lesnar again oh so 
so how do you how do you make that make sense? Like as far as Brock and Cody at 40, and they're probably going to go against each other at SummerSlam too. Yeah, so that's between SummerSlam. Yeah, right. No, it won't be at 40. By then, they'll. I think they'll have someone else groomed for the uh, uh, for that spot. Well, we okay. Don't who, who do you think? Who would you say? Who would you say? At this point? Yeah. Well, you know, I'm a big Gunther uh, guy, but uh, yeah. I don't know if Gunther will be as compelling in that spot he's a good serious hard ass worker in the ring so i don't know if that's i i don't they'd have to come out with some sort of an angle uh with him injuring someone i don't know it, it's very hard you, to uh, we you, may not have seen the guy yet we may not have uh would you put orton in there no no at this no. point i think orton's done whatever he can do and he'd come back uh, still great, but more nostalgia. But maybe the guy who John Cena said, I don't believe what you do at this point, maybe by that time, Austin Theory will be graduated into that position. Hmm. Man, that's a big stretch for me. <laughs> I, I just no, me too at this point. I don't see it with Theory. I don't at this see point. it. Or Drew McIntyre comes back. Now I wouldn't mind Drew. I wouldn't yeah, I mind. I wouldn't mind Drew and Cody. Um, you you need like that menacing heel. I mean, you, you need you CM Punk. CM Punk. Yeah. CM Punk. Yeah. I don't. I wouldn't. Oh, CM Punk and Cody. Bring them back. And Triple H. Triple H brings in CM Punk yeah. as oh, his yes. as his mercenary. Write it down. <laughs> This is why he didn't sign with AEW yet, or they haven't made the deal. Oof, man. Oh. I'm looking for someone who's like a machine, you know, like someone who's like a mercenary type of person. There's not, I mean, you could think of like Omos, which I don't see, uh, Bronson Reed. You know, oh, they're perhaps. not doing well with Bronson right now. When he was yeah, on Monday Night Raw, he, the guy should never be knocked off his feet. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. He, so. yeah he, why do you, Bill? You're old school. I mean, you, you've been you've been doing this for a while. Why do you think the WWE spends so much time with making matches look 50-50 and wrestlers have you know be so 50-50 nowadays? Why can't you just have just squash matches? It's filling. It's filling TV time. Filling time. Yeah, that's really what it is because they have three hours to fill, and you got you know you have to. There was a theme on Monday Night Raw. Lesnar and Cody. Everything else was filler. Why can't they? They have so many people in catering right now. Why can't they have? The food is lousy. I've been there. No, <laughs> food's pretty good. I, I was gonna say I've heard the I've heard the food was pretty good. Actually. Wait, wait, wait. Just as an aside, one time I was at a WrestleMania. I forgot where it was, and there was a hundred people on a line that I was on catering there they had the hall of fame people and all this and cena comes walking down to the left of me and he's saying hello to everyone and i looked at him i said excuse me are you the catering manager he said yes what can i do for you nice. and I said, the food's lousy he says i'll talk to my boss and ran away <laughs> very nice very nice I love um, stories. yeah i mean i yeah i i think that uh, uh it'll be interesting i i I th you got so many people back in catering right now. 
And why don't you just do more squash matches to highlight more people, to spotlight more people? Like Bronson Reed should have absolutely squash matches. No disrespect to Ricochet, but Ricochet has zero momentum right now. Yeah, I agree with you. Absolutely squash Ricochet. They keep trying to get him over, and I don't know what they're doing with, uh, you know, I put him on the same. And this is no knock. They're great performers. But I put him in the same uh, level as Ali that they're trying desperately to move him up. But he just doesn't have it yet. Yet. Yeah. I I just I don't see it with Ali, too. I think that they're making a push for him just because he's a Middle Eastern. You know, he's Middle Eastern. Well, he's American. He was born. He was born 30 minutes outside Chicago. But his parents is Middle Eastern descent. I think father Pakistani, mother Indian. Wait, so is Chicago part of the United States? Uh, yes. yes, yes, that's a part of the United States. <laughs> yes, uh, but for some odd reason, I think it's weird. But he just because he has Middle Eastern ancestry, they're making him of a representative of you know Saudi Arabia. Well, diversity, Europe. Chris. That's, I mean, they, they're being very diverse with people from all across the world, uh, different races, and everything. So that part about this, I really like. Uh, yeah, but I wouldn't make, I wouldn't put him in the intercontinental championship. I mean, it was just, it just felt forced like oh. he, out of, out of losing so many matches, all of a sudden he's the number one contender for the intercontinental championship yeah. against Gunther, like brings a little bit of realism to this. But the thing is that they can't make Gunther look weak against him at all. I a hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. I mean, it needs to be an absolute squash. Yeah. yeah. No 50, 50 in the match. No. Like, no, yeah. he tried to get like a suplex in, just get swatted or something like that, and just get yeah. like a massive chop, just get a, a power bomb or three, and just uh, a lariat, Stan Hansen style, and just, yes. just get demolished. Uh, just yeah. get demolished. Yeah. Definitely. All right, super chats take precedence, and so we have one with from our boy Rollin for <laughs> Speaking of Hogan and doing jobs. If you could read Hogan's mind, why do you think Hogan let Triple H, Brock, and Brock over, but not Sean and Randy Orton? That's a really good question. Okay. Uh, Well, let me tell you something, brother. All the maniacs out there. So um, I think at that point, um, but not Sean and Randy Orton, uh, Brock has that Superman type of, look to him Mm -hmm. so i think that's why hogan would have done it with you know did it with him rock and it was like the weird thing about that i think it was like on an episode of smackdown and he demolished hogan i remember uh, hogan was a bloody mess and he he he, like he uh uh, scraped some of the blood off his face and like i remember that now put it through his chest i think it was like an o2 or three somewhere around there i think he may have wanted to show the people in the business in the business that he's willing to do something to help elevate someone if it's the right thing to yeah do. same thing with, with goldberg he did the same thing with goldberg oh absolutely and and yeah. that's why i think he did it with uh, uh the rock as well mm, but yeah. i think uh, yeah. with i think sean being so much smaller than him in mm. stature etc and randy uh, as well just not 
It just didn't have the right look of that match, in my opinion. If that makes sense. I, it does. I think. I think Randy. I think him not putting Randy over uh, made sense. I, I'm not. I wasn't the biggest fan of that decision, but I, I do think it made sense because if you know, again, if I could read Hogan's mind, um, Orton wasn't established at that time enough. Mm-hmm. So Hogan wasn't the type of person of like, okay, I'm going to risk, you know, my name to in hopes to make to elevate this person. Correct. Hogan was a type of person is okay. I already see a bunch of money in you. I want to get my little bit of rub to say that I helped a little bit. Yeah. Help you, you know, propel, continue to propel. Goldberg right. was absolute money. He was he was white hot in WCW. He was the hottest ticket in WCW at the time. Hogan wanted to get his little piece, you know, yeah. in, in, yeah. in the in the momentum, which yeah. made sense from a business standpoint. I, I, I see the same. I saw the same thing with Brock. Brock yeah. was, you know, 2002 ran roughshod, you know, won the you know title a few months after debuting at, at SummerSlam 2002. So Hogan was that. He, from a business standpoint, he's like, "Oh yeah, Brock's red hot right now. Let me put, a, let me get a little bit of that, you know." Yeah, of you know and so. it was good for Brock too. It was, it was, yeah. yeah of it course, was. Of Randy, course. I, Randy. I don't think that I don't think that Hogan saw that in Randy. Yeah, no, at the no, time, no. And, he was a legend killer. Yeah, he was a legend killer, but Hogan didn't want to be killed off by him. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah, with 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 Sean, it was it was weird because if I remember, they were supposed to they were supposed to do a trilogy, and so you know Hogan beat Sean, and Sean was about to beat Hogan, and then it was the injury. You know, I'm not I'm not doing it, brother, because I'm not I'm not well. I'm injured, and so that's when uh, I think it was was SummerSlam. Was it 05? I'm not if I'm not mistaken, I think it was SummerSlam 05 when it was uh uh Sean and Hogan and when Sean did the super sales and just it was just yeah. absolutely hilarious. At that point, from what from what I remember, Sean was expecting to go over Hogan. Hogan flipped the script, Sean was upset, and so therefore Sean just did a bunch of super sales to you know to get uh, to make oh Hogan hot at that point. Yeah, so. but I, I, I <laughs> but I think that again, Sean Hogan, that Hogan didn't see any benefit against him. It might have been your it just the different physical stature with the two yeah. of them. I just don't think uh, uh, Hogan, if he's thinking that you know Shawn Michaels is like a little kid to him, but mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar and look at this. Yeah. yeah. And to be fair, I mean, like it just at, at that point, both of them were legends. Both of them just really didn't have, you know, much longer, much longer of a shelf life. You know, who who really would have helped if, if you know, Sean would have run over Hogan. Now, I would have preferred to, for Sean to go over Hogan if it was supposed to be a trilogy, mm-hmm. you know, because Hogan would have won two out of three anyways. Right. You know what I mean? But the very, I, I do think it was a little bit, you know, sus, you know, that Hogan pulled back and, you know, he didn't want to lose to Shawn Michaels. Yeah, I, mean, I, I know Hogan really well, and that just didn't fit as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Yeah. We'll address uh, this with Chad Rollins. 
Yes, Hulk Hogan did. Sean, like Sean, did Bret Hart. Right. <laughs> That's a good point. They went to that famous school called Screw You. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Screw yeah. You. Yes. Uh, that university. Because Sean <laughs> straight up told Brett in the locker room, like, hey, you know, I'm just letting you know, you know, I'm not... I'm not going to put you over. So yeah. I wouldn't do the same thing for you if I'm not mistaken. That he said to yeah. Brett, and so it's so crazy. It's so crazy because again, if it's like if you compare this to a regular nine to five job, when the boss tells you to do something, you don't really have much of a a, a choice to say, well, I'm not going to do that because I, you know, I I don't want to uh, for any reason. But if you're a professional wrestler and the promoter says, look, you're getting a million, half a million dollars a year. I need you to do this. Well, I don't know if I want to do that. Yeah. To, to that point, Bill, if you agreed to do an acting job and right. the director said, hey, I want you to do this stunt or I want you to, you know, do this scene and you just flat out refuse you know, you're not going to get the job. So yeah, you're not going to do the acting job. Exactly. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's really interesting. Anything else you got for the good of the order? For the good of the order, well, we we lost another uh, moolah uh, trainee this uh, a few days ago, uh, Peggy Lee Leather. Yeah, I heard. About yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just um, heard uh, about that. So, yeah. want to wish our uh, condolences to. Uh, to Peggy Lee Leather, and yeah. you know, there's so much talk going on uh, all over the internet now about this uh, uh, AEW Collision show, and where is it going to be held? This is like a last-minute thing now. They had a date for this, everything planned, and now supposedly on uh, Dynamite there'll be another announcement yeah. coming. So uh, I usually, you know, these things should be organized. To the point where it's locked in the TV time, it's locked in. But all anybody cares about, and we're going back to the beginning of the show here, all they care about is where is CM Punk going to be? Yeah, yeah. That's it. So do you think it's a work that's uh, the the rumored uh, legal stuff, you know what I mean, with, with, with Punk? So No, no, I think it's a partial thing. I think Punk is uh, holding the cards here. So there's the rumor that uh, that punk that they serve uh, legal papers to, to punk. Do you think that's, that that's what I heard? But again, I'm not there. Hey, let me ask you a question. Yeah, sure. Do you have the Night of Champions card available? Maybe we can do a couple of quick predictions before. I do. All right, we got about three yeah. minutes before I hop on uh, my pancakes. So that that one that one match with Cody and Brock, yeah. unless Cody's got that plaster cast on, I think Brock's gonna. I think Cody's going to Suplex City. Period. The end. Yeah, the story's do, not going to finish there. Let's do a, let's do one match because I, I I did a prediction show with uh with uh Vince. Let's do this. Let's do uh okay. Let's let's do Rollins and Styles. Who who you think is going to be champ? Seth Rollins. It's his Seth time. Rollins? Okay. It's his time, and eventually, what they may do somewhere is put him against uh, Roman. You know, from the past, and it'll be title versus titles. So with the so with the talks of WWE being a little hesitant because he's starting to branch out for movies, do you think that that holds any weight? No, no, it's not okay. going to keep him back on this. He's worth more on the move. He's 
he'll out in the movies he's helping wwe as well yeah next yeah. match all right last match let's last uh, match yeah last match one more match okay Zane against the bloodline who you got um oh uh owens and uh saying i think the usos are going to interfere they're supposedly going to be at home yeah. but i think they're going to interfere accidentally roman and yeah. uh solo yeah. the yeah. match yeah. yeah i think accidentally they're going to cause them the match and that's going to lead to a match at probably money the bank because i called my uh my travel agent and she found out that the usos did uh, buy tickets to mm -hmm. go to saudi arabia oh well there you go yeah. That, that's a, that's an exclusive, ladies and gentlemen. Here, Sybil, uh, my travel agent. Yeah, very nice. <clears throat> All right, so the Usos will be seemingly at Night of Champions, and I do think that they will accidentally cause uh, Roman and Solo the tag team champions, and so I think yeah. that they uh, see. To me, I think you should just. I, I think this should be just. Shake it up, man. I think that Roman and Solo should win it, actually. Uh, I don't uh, yeah. I, 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 will be there, as far as I'm concerned. And the main reason, beside interfering, is they bought non-refundable tickets. Very nice. Yeah. I think that Roman and Solo should win. Uh, I, they won't win. I don't think they are. But I think that you should shake it up. I think that you should have Roman and Solo win because I think the story out of this should be the Usos versus Roman on Roman and Solo for the championships at SummerSlam. I, I agree. I agree. I think that would be great, but I just don't see it happening. Yeah, I, I don't see it happening either, but I think it should. Bill, let us yes. know what you got uh, on on deck for for your. Uh, uh, everyday journalistic endeavors nowadays. Well, again, check out BillAfter.com uh, today so you can see Ivan Putsky's uh, audio interview with me about superstar Billy Graham. Yeah. If you will. Uh, July 1st, I will be in uh, Philadelphia at the Icons of Wrestling nice. convention. Around my birthday, by the way. Stuff. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, that's right. Happy birthday. And uh, you can catch me uh, and my videos, of course, when you subscribe to sports kita's wrestle binge just go go to google and put in wrestle binge by sports kita yep. and uh subscribe to the channel and i'm here every week with uh, dr chris yes. uh and uh, the time machine with uh uh holla holla teddy long and mac davis so lots of stuff going on baby yes yeah. indeed all right Ooh, follow that's me good. That's good. do that again that's good holla holla oh i love that <laughs> thank you all right uh follow me at chris prolific around the uh all the social medias the the face gram the instant uh uh insta book yes the face gram the insta book uh, <laughs> the 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 twit chat uh all of that all of that i think all he's ready to go home now okay yeah. <laughs> yes indeed all right ladies and gentlemen also pancakes and power slams i'm actually heading over there now a lot of rollin usually uh joins me uh or uh, rito usually joins me over pancakes and power slams yeah. uh, i'm going to be answering more questions over there having fun that was great uh, that was I great. Over there. all right ladies and gentlemen this guy right here bill after me dr chris this is unscripted have a good hey listen what we'll, we'll see what We'll see you at the matches. At the matches. So long. Yeah.